Welcome to The Complete Musician, creativity at its core, exploring innovative musical ideas, thoughts, and techniques for the modern musician in today's society, with your hosts, James Nagus and Drew Phillips. of the complete musician podcast i'm drew and i'm james and we are here to bring you more musically insightful thoughts that we have sometimes Woohoo! what are these insightful thoughts going to be about today well today we are continuing on our mini series that we did last time or we started last time and uh this is perfect my phone the, just dinged that was the perfect sound <laughs> that was effect. the light bulb moment yes it knew exactly <laughs> what we were about to say oh we're starting our or excuse me continuing our uh, mini series on performance anxiety that we were talking about last time. The topic was about preparation for a recital. We gave some specific tips on how to prepare, some really specific ideas on how to think about getting licks in shape so you're confident on them, and then how to rehearse and how you want to go about mentally preparing uh, for a performance. Uh, what I wanted to talk about this time really quickly is another aspect of performance anxiety kind of help that could deal with some of the thoughts that really impede you from doing your best on stage. One of the things that I have thought about when I go on stage and perform is being overwhelmed when I step on to perform. Overwhelmed how? overwhelmed in thinking about too much when you're starting to play have you ever uh yeah have yeah. you have you ever gotten on stage and i know i certainly have and you know you're backstage you're so confident you're like with your accompanist you're like focused and then suddenly you walk out and then instead of thinking about all the musical things that you practice it was suddenly how in the world do i make a note Right. Or even if you're in an orchestra, you suddenly stare at that guy in the front row with the big hat, and you're like, Lots and lots of hat. Ugly hat. Pretty hat. Mood hat. Funky hat. Light hat. Dark hat. Happy hat. Sad hat. Lots and lots of hat. Great hat. Pretty hat. Clean hat. Dirty hat. High hat. Low hat. Fast hat. Low hat. Lots and lots of hats. Why is his hat so big? And all of a sudden, you're just completely out of the zone. <laughs> a big hat? Does the hat keep getting bigger as the concert goes on? <laughs> yes. It, it just grows. It's, it it's like... One of those Geico commercials. Every missed note like makes the hat bigger. Yeah, it's like the Geico commercials where the guy's belt buckle just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly have performances where I've walked out and suddenly it's not about the music. It's not about the notes. It's not about anything. It's like, how can I stop from falling apart? Like, how do I remember how to do my mm -hmm. basic level of, like, make sound? And it feels like that's even a task. It's not about anything else. It's like, I think one of the sayings is uh, paralysis through analysis. When we get into those mindsets of, like you said, not focusing on the music, but focusing on the mechanics and the heat of the moment, that can really kind of be destructive. I think there's definitely an element of that. And, uh, and again, for me, what I think it comes from is being overwhelmed by thinking of too much at one time. Um, and mm -hmm. I think it also goes into when you perform – it's about thinking specifically about things you want to accomplish, not like overall the entire thing. For example, um, when I ask students 
when they're about to perform, given in a lesson, given in an area recital, given in whatever context, before they play, I'll stop them and I'll say, what are you thinking right now? And, you know, they'll say some things like, well, I'm just about to play or something like that. And I'm like, no, no, no. What are the thoughts like you're telling yourself? Um, like, how do you want this performance to go? What are What is the dialogue that's going on in your head? And some of them say this really general statement that's like, well, I want to play good. It's going to be good. First of all, apart yes. from the fact that that's really <laughs> bad grammar, um, they're like, I want to play goodly. Goodly. Um, I want to play yes. goodly, right. Um, apart from the fact that I want to correct them on their grammar, I say, well, what does that mean? You know, what is good? What is playing good? Like, you have to you have to detail that. You can't just say, I want to play good. And we're going out there and we're about to play. At least uh, when someone says, I want to play goodly-ish, uh, that's a positive thought. I think a lot of students too go out there and that their thought is, I don't, like, don't miss this, don't miss that. Instead of, I'm going to really crush this high A or I'm going to do this thing and, and flipping around, thinking positively. Yeah, positivity is definitely important to have when you're going on stage and um, thinking about, instead of going for, like you said, a phrase or like, I'm going to hit the high note or I'm going to, you know, uh, make it all the way to the end, something like that. Um, it's about making sure that you're thinking in a way that's encouraging to yourself. And actually that goes into one of the things that I use with my students to combat being overwhelmed or thinking about too many things on stage at once. And I'd like your input on this. Um, what, I don't think that we can focus on a lot of things at once. Um, isn't, it, uh, isn't it that multitasking is a myth? Haven't they proven that? I don't know about that, but I know that the human brain can only maintain certain like amounts of data at one time. Yeah, I, I it was something I heard maybe on like TV or like some educational thing that like multitasking we can't focus on like too many things. I don't know. Anyway, um, it makes sense. Yeah, you know when we're performing our best. It's when we're having fun and we're not really thinking about it. I mean, you and I joke about being apathetic when we play, about just not caring and having fun, right? Like, that's that's what right. We, we do joke about that. But yeah. I mean, we do it's care. It's not something we really do. No, no, no. We <laughs> totally care. But, you know, when we think, like, let's just have fun. I mean, that's what we say to each other before we play any recital. It's just like, let's just have fun. Right. And yeah. that's when we're playing the best. And that's when we're not thinking. So like you said, critically or analyzing everything we're doing. So one of the things I urge my students to do is I urge them to keep one or two thoughts in their head while they're playing and everything else just happens the way it happens. But I make sure that those two thoughts are something that they can actually, like you said, encouragingly control. A lot of times I actually make them write these things down and have them on their stand, like when they're practicing or in ensemble rehearsals or whatever in lessons, so that they think about these two thoughts before they give their performance or rehearsal or something. And again, it's got to be something you can control. It can't be like, I'm going to play all the right notes. Well, yeah, I hope I play all the right notes every time I pick up the horn, but like, that's not going to happen. So I, <laughs> I cannot, <laughs> you know, that's just not going to But something I can control is... I'm going to connect all my notes. That's really easy. Right. Like, so you could write you can, the word connection or something, right? Yeah. Or like it's one of those, one of those affirmations you can say like, 
before you play a phrase, like in a block of rest, like I'm going to connect all my notes. It's like something positive you can say to yourself. Like I'm connecting mm-hmm. on something or um, I'm going to tongue with a da syllable. That's something mm-hmm. easy you can do and control on every note. And that's, I mean, I would say that's a little technical, but it's not getting into the, like, I'm going to use the tip of my tongue and tongue at the top of the teeth. And I'm, you know, not like some robotic thing. It's just right, something right. really simple that you can think of. I think it's really helpful for students to focus on just a few, you know, one or two things as they play. And it goes back into the, I can't remember who said it. I've said it before on here. I can't remember. Someone said, someone we know, I know it's someone we know because I'm pretty sure we're both there, said, if you think and play musically, the technicality will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Well, that's always that. been um, a Bud Herseth thing. Maybe it was Bud like, Herseth. That's always been his, Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and a lot of the the brass greats, they they kind of share in Arnold Jacobs the same way. They they share that philosophy right. of, you know, just musicality, and then things will fall into place. But anyway, it's just like those little thoughts that I think instead of overwhelming things. So again, one of the things that I find really helps my students is not thinking of, oh my gosh, I'm going to go out and I really hope I play, like you said, not negatively. Like I really hope I play well. You know, even thinking like I'm going to play goodish. Goodly, goodish, whatever. Um, it's what can I do during the performance that I can actually focus on so I can have some mental focus instead of being so scared, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, because I think, you know, right. the fear is what makes all of these thoughts about good good tone and, you know, tongue in the right place and musical phrase. That is what makes them fleeting is the fact that we're nervous that it's not going to happen instead of keeping focus on the few things that we actually can control. Right. And that goes back to the stuff we talked about last time and how all of this is connected. It's, these are all strategies. Like you will, you'll do your preparation before the recital. You'll do these words right before the performance. And then there's, there's all like throughout the, uh, the performance cycle, these different strategies. Um, And I must say, I do a similar thing. Uh, I will have them write two or three words at the top of their page. Yeah. And and similar stuff too, like, you know, maybe back of the note or bouncy or, you know, the kind of, you ask the question to them, like, how would you describe your playing in this piece? And it doesn't have to, you know, it's just whatever is most meaningful to them, a word that when they read it, they'll go, oh yeah. And it puts them in the, the mood, the character of that piece it gets them relaxed because it's like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a, a comfortable state. And it also gets you out of thinking, oh, I'm standing in front of a, an audience right now. Um, and on that, I'll add one thing. And I don't know, th- this is a little, this is probably like a topic for a whole other episode, but it's uh, the, the two dualities of do you play for yourself or do you play for an audience? Like when you're going out there and you're giving a solo recital, should you play for yourself or should you play for the audience? And the reason I say that's kind of both sides is I know people who play their best when they think about either of those, not both, but either. So it's finding what works best for your student or for yourself. Do you play your best when you just think about internalizing or do you think about playing to, to the crowd? I think that's a, and that's something just to discover. Yeah, that's a great thought, and I think that could that could really turn into a whole nother like talk about this. And maybe we should right. table that and come back to it on another yeah, yeah, series definitely. Episode. 
but um, those are all fantastic thoughts. You're right. Um, that's really similar to what we do with our students, focusing on just a few things. You're right, making them have the ownership and decision of what they're going to play. Um, so if you or your students find that, uh, you as the listeners, uh, that, you know, when you get in front of a crowd or even, you know, one other person and you find that it's really nerve-wracking to play, maybe try some of the strategies from the previous episode and this episode, thinking just really simply on a few things that you can control so that you can fight that fear and really keep mentally focused on the task at hand. And one more thing that I'll add to that is something that I've done too is, you know, sometimes we can't control all of the elements of performance or like we can never control all the elements. But one thing you can control is what happens afterwards. So if you're about to go on stage and you're like, you know what, after this performance, I'm going to go get myself three soft tacos. Like that's something to look forward to. It'll put me at ease that I know regardless of what happens, I'm still going to have a good night. Someone will still hug about you after the performance. Calming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're, yeah, exactly. And that's I, I, that's actually going to be a, a future topic in this mini series. So I don't want to delve too far into that. But yeah, that's another great thought. So um, if you enjoy the, what, the, uh, ta- the Taco Bell effect, uh, the Taco Bell effect. That's the new topic. It's uh, it's a theorem, certainly. Oh, okay. I've written up the proof for it. It's already on its way to the Library of Congress. I don't. I, I didn't co-author uh, you on it. I'm sorry. Oh come on. Okay. Well, <laughs> if we win the Nobel for it, I'll make sure to mention you in my acceptance speech. Anyway, the the it, Nobel, the Nobel, the, the no right? Where bell? where we? <laughs> I was thinking when we play without our bells on, but yeah, I guess with the oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, well, that too. <laughs> All right, I think we should go on. <laughs> if you liked any of these strategies or, um, or want us to delve into it more, please contact us about it because we'd love to hear from you and what works and what you think about what we're saying. All right. All right. Well, I think we're going to go to a quick uh, sponsor now. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who is sponsoring the podcast this week, but uh, you will find out right now. Is your mouth flabby and droopy? Is your embouchure more of a bombusher? Is your free buzz a total buzzkill? Well, we have the gym for you. Planet Fit Lips. We lift heavy instruments. Our trainers are some of the best athletes in the world. With degrees from South Carolina, Virginia, Bam, Louisa, Sippy, Agricultural and Technological Institute, full sail over the Grand Canyons of Phoenix University, Northeastern Southern State Community Baptist College Academy of the Fine Arts and Sciences, and Van Dyke Brown University. We offer classes in interval training. You could do better than that. Yeah! Wind sprints. <laughs> Crunches. Pull downs. Work out your glutes and your tubes. Get your chops back into great shape. And don't forget to visit Ein Hildenberger across the street to refuel with the best gyro you've ever had. Lighten it, fit lettuce. We lift heavy instruments. Planet Fitlips is not a real gym, although Jim is a real name, but he is not affiliated with this gym because he is not a gym and it is not a real gym. And even if it was, it would not be affiliated with anyone or anything ever and does not exist and is not an official sponsor of the Complete Musician Podcast. 
All right, we're back. So uh, when we were chatting earlier about what to do on this segment, one thing that you had suggested was something like, oh, well, let's get a chance to know each other better and let our listeners get to know us a little better, right? I I think I said that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. instead of uh, divulging personal information, I thought we could do this <laughs> in a kind of fun way. Um, so I'm going to send you a link here to a very I... studious... Uh, quiz quiz. and you'll see uh the answers or the the selections from this quiz and this quiz is of course which classical which classical composer are you okay and the (laughs) hilarious thing from this is not necessarily the end result but the uh selection of which but you know the individual questions so i thought we'd go through we'd read the questions and then the selections and then we can either just pick, or we can tell which one we pick. That's up to you. Or we can try to go for a certain type of personality I th- <laughs> and pick I think whoever that's... they would do. I think that's a great idea, um, and I think uh, this is going to be fantastic. It's more about the process than the, uh, yes. or more about the journey than the end result. I love it. It is. All right, so, I am here. Uh, quiz which classical okay. composer are you thank you for that facebook let's post. start all right i'm ready see let's that button start. okay so quick <laughs> you've just had a brilliant idea what do you do next the the options okay, are so the an- what do you mean yeah. all my ideas are brilliant uh, i will put in the time to make it perfect it's not so simple man people don't accept me or my ideas It'll be all over the internet tomorrow. Uh, Just you wait. And are you sure it's brilliant? I mean, I don't know. You really like it? I feel like Mm. some of these need, like, voices to go with them. Like, that third one definitely is like, It's not so simple, man. People don't accept me or my ideas. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Well, you can read the next one, and you can can emote a little more on this. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Uh, Okay. Quick, you've just had... Oh, and we're answering these individually, right? Quick, you've just yes. had a brilliant idea. Well, I really don't have brilliant ideas, so where's that one? Are you sure it's brilliant? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no. That's, uh, uh, let's see. I'm going to be a complete ego, egotist, egomaniac in this one. So I'm going to say, the first what one? do you mean all of my ideas are brilliant? Yep. I it, personally, I think I would be the, I will put in the time to make it perfect. Because I'm... Okay. I think I'm I'm definitely more of a like idealist in my Myers Briggs personality thing. It always oh, says please. that I'm like big picture, <laughs> but small details, not so good. Okay, I'm good. All right, well, you're gonna one. actually be yourself. I'm just gonna be an egomaniac. I'm gonna be myself then. <laughs> you're gonna be an egomaniac. You mean yourself? Yep. Oh, oh that was ouch. mean. Okay. Yeah. Burn. Okay. Your All friends right, are like meeting ten, for eleven dinner. questions. So yeah. Okay. Your friends are meeting for dinner at 6 p.m. What time do you arrive? The answers are, I don't have any friends. I try to not let time bother me. 6 p.m. on the dime. But is Felicia coming? I can't stand her. I'm not going. We usually have dinner at my place. And 5.30 p.m. How can I miss spending time with my loyal companions? Honestly... Uh, I'm probably gonna be. I try not to let time bother me. 
<laughs> Honestly, like, I show up when I show up. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going to do, but is Felicia coming? I can't stand her. I'm not going. It, I mean, I think that's bye, amazing. Uh, bye, Felicia. Bye. Did you ever see that movie? No. Do you know that reference? Bye, Felicia? No. Oh, nope. okay. I'll tell you about it later. All right, what's the next one? Oh, okay. If you could write just one piece of music, what would it be about? Love, death, God, my people, <laughs> my personal struggles, the contemporary moment, or better answers, please. <laughs> better answers, please. Uh, That's what I'm going to pick. Because better nothing answers, is good please? enough for me. Okay. <laughs> yep. uh, honestly, uh, mm, I feel like these are really going to no, be actually, specific with composer now. Yeah, yeah once I'm gonna you say click, my personal it goes on because that is pretty ego. Yeah. I'm going to say, honestly, if I could just write one, oh, I'd be love. I'm a hopeless romantic. Oh, nice. Okay. Next. How appreciated do you feel? Uh, the answers are, I have earned whatever notoriety I deserve, even if it's bad. Ooh. Yep, that's going to uh, be mine. All right. People know my name, but alas, not who I really am. Hmm. Uh, if only people would just listen better, then they would understand. Or, I often feel as if I have been forgotten. Aw. Hmm. Huh. See, the third one's pretty good. That's... I, I like the... I like that I have earned whatever notoriety I deserve. <laughs> I like yeah, that Yeah, I'm one. gonna do that one. I like that one. Yep. That's a good one for me. Because, you know... Okay. I could be good or evil. And I like having the it's possibility true. of both. But you've yeah. earned it either way. Exactly. I definitely caused it. Okay, so okay. the next one is, remember, or, uh, remember that great idea you just had? It didn't work out. And the uh, options are, story of my life. Well, shucks, square one, here I come. Sometimes I wonder why I even try. If only people were more accepting of new things. Hmm. And people's tastes these days. I mean, honestly. Okay, knowing me, the last one. <laughs> People's yeah. taste these days. I mean, honestly. Yep, that's actually what I'm going to pick, too. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's me. It's not me who's wrong. It's you. It's you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. Uh, okay, next one. Other than music, I am most inspired by literature, nothing beats a good book, the glory of God, the prospect of eternal fame, the beauty of nature, or nah, it's really only music that does it for me. <laughs> the hmm. prospect of eternal fame. That's what every child nowadays would pick because they, you know, what do you want to be? I want to be famous. No, you, I uh, want to be a famous teeth, uh, that's what I wanna do. Twitch streamer. That's what they want to do. They want to be professional YouTuber. Fortnite streamers. That's not hold an on. option. Uh, hold on. Tangent real quick. Did you know I heard on the radio today that there are youtube camps that parents sent their kids to this summer to learn how to edit and like produce professional looking youtube videos i'm like are you setting your child up for failure because i mean really i guess it's better than some summer camps i mean i'd rather go could... sit in a room on a computer than be in the wilderness you <laughs> i never went to a wilderness camp so i wouldn't know but like i i don't know it's just I don't know. These kids are like, you know, oh, to changing be a social times, media man. Influencer. These kids, honestly. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, <laughs> most inspired by. 
Honestly, the beauty of nature is really nice. So I'm picking that. Because I really like nature. Nice. Like going out and staring. Nature is good. I like nature sitting on the beach. Lit, as they say. And just... Yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeet and fleek and whatever those other words are. Um, yeah, they I like teach sitting those on the beach. at YouTube camp. Did you know those are being added to the nice. Scrabble dictionary? Isn't that disgusting? Anyway. Okay. No comment. Okay. Am I next? Why don't you read oh. this one? Yeah. Oh, I'm on this one. Okay. If I could have been born in any century, I would choose the 17th century, the age of religion and fancy castles. Ooh. 18th century, the enlightenment. 19th century, revolutions and romantics. 20th century, what a time that was. 22nd century, neither past nor present can handle me. Uh, you know which one I'm picking. Yeah, that's me. You can't handle me. <laughs> That's right. Neither past nor present can handle me. <laughs> I'm too hot nope. to handle. Force of nature. Is that one about Handel? Ooh, is that foreshadowing? Ooh, too hot to I don't handle. Know. Too hot to oh. handle. I don't know. Okay. Uh, you've just been commissioned to write a piece of music. It will take the form of an opera, a string quartet, something you've never heard before, folk dances, a symphony, or a piano concerto. Personally, I I really like like dances, like folk dances would probably be what I'd like to do. Because um, mm. I like the happy, upbeat kind of thing. And uh, like the relatable. And folk music is also very modal, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So I pick folk dances. What are you going to pick, you, you egomaniac? Well, I was going to say the thing that involves the most people, which is opera. But it really seems like I'm locking myself into Wagner now at this point. So we'll see where this goes. But okay. I'm picking opera. All right. Um, to get inspiration for my new piece, I will relax in my study, walk in the woods, improvise at the piano, admire beautiful architecture, hit the, hit the road, or visit a foreign country. Yeah, these are really locking in. Like, I can... Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, to get inspiration... I mean, I know what I do. Usually I just didn't improvise at the piano, so I'm going to pick that yeah. with this nice Steinway picture. I would say I'm going to do visit a foreign country because that requires the most money probably to do. Mm. Well, you have probably, you know, lied, cheated, and murdered to get where you are. Yeah. Sorry. Right. So there it is. All right. Okay, next question. While oh, rehearsing your good. new piece, <laughs> one of the performers has not come prepared. What do you do? <laughs> Option A, is it Felicia? She is insufferable. I'm just going to scream. <laughs> that Felicia. <laughs> uh, second option is sulk. I put my heart and soul into my work, and they can't even practice. Mm. Third option is someone is actually rehearsing one of my pieces. Wow. Uh, and then, you know, it's all right. My music will stand the test of time. And finally, mm. make them play their part in front of the entire <laughs> orchestra. Oof. Like, <laughs> I know which one you're picking. Yeah. Oh, which oh, one? Right. The... you got to pick the, the my music will stand the test of time. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. That's the but I don't know. An egotist uh, would not would think that everyone is, you know, needs to have their stuff prepared. That's so true I may too. sulk. Okay. I, I like that one. But you know what? I really hate Felicia. So I'm... Yeah. She is insufferable. She is the worst. I mean, she yeah. always comes unprepared. She always. Oh, I can't stand Felicia. I think I'm going to pick right. Sulk. Um, okay, I'm picking Felicia. A little like a meltdown. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And last one. 
Besides classical music, I am also fond of jazz, anything I can describe as indie, uh, folk music, electronic music, show tunes slash musicals, want to hear one? <laughs> or rock me, Amadeus. Uh, I think I know what you're okay. going to pick. What, are you, what do you think I'm going to pick? I think you're going to pick show tunes and musicals. I uh, I could definitely bell out some, uh, yeah, some show tunes or musicals. Those are some of my favorite podcasts to listen to, or some that talk about that. So I'm going to pick that one because that's me. What should I pick, though? I, I'm not sure. I picked my the... answer, so I already clicked on it, so I'm not looking at my oh. screen. Um, I Jazz, think... indie, folk, electronic, show tunes, or I it's guess Mozart. Pretty, it's pretty pretentious to do, like... Uh, like indie, you know how people are like true, it, yeah, you know, because I, I think of craft coffee, craft beer, yeah, because I think of like, uh, you know, that Taylor Swift song where she's like, you know, you go and listen to your indie record that's way cooler than mine, you know, that you never mind. I'm speaking, no, never mind. True. So the, I'm now an egomaniac hipster. Okay, well let's see what I, happens. All right, tell me, was yours first? Okay. I am Giuseppe Verdi. Really? Verdi? <laughs> a reclusive, okay. prickly, and difficult genius. Verdi was a master storyteller who composed some of the most brilliant operas at a time when he faced many competitors. Uh, he was a fierce advocate for himself, huge stickler for details. Uh, like Verdi, you might be a bit of a control freak. Huh. Mm -mm. Well, as an egomaniac. You know I, mean? I guess it worked. And what about uh, you? Apparently, I am Beethoven. Oh. Yeah. It says, a man of noble ideas, but a demon at the piano. Well, mm, you know, bang smash. That's, that's me. <laughs> Beethoven worked by his own rules and refused to let his lofty artistic goals be confined by petty conventions. He knew his calling, and by God, he was going to get it. Uh, occasionally quarrelsome, usually stubborn, normally arrogant, and sometimes cheeky. Ludwig was... Uh, notoriously hard to get along with his music nonetheless stands as a monument to creative genius all brisk behavior aside I think that's actually pretty close like I think I can be really close to that not like the air I don't think I'm arrogant but I think like I can definitely be <laughs> cheeky at times if someone you know I think everyone can be but I think I, I that's occasionally you know, stubborn. I'm pretty stubborn. Yeah. So do you think... And I definitely... That... I, I, I really want to know who this Felicia person is. That is the main... Oh, I know. That's the main thing. I mean, I really want to know who this Felicia is, because she really ticks me off. Ugh. Mm -hmm. She's so insufferable. Well, I was going to say, if you're Beethoven, then do you anticipate people having busts of your head on their pianos in the future? Huh. That would be very interesting. For inspiration. Um, I picture them being in horror movies because... Uh, one of those know, ones that follows you whenever you like you move, but the eyes follow you? Like at the Haunted yeah. Mansion? Well, also in like to scare children, I could picture myself being marketed as like a Halloween mask. Ah, that, that'd be yeah. a, I could see that. Well, you know... Yeah, like um, all those haunted Beethoven masks that kids walk around in these days. That's the new uh, hot Halloween costume of 
You've ever uh, seen 2019. that? <laughs> Evil <laughs> Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> Evil Beethoven. You've never seen it? It's not just the dog anymore. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's the composer. <laughs> yeah. Evil Beethoven. Okay, it's pretty spot on. Yeah. I think that's uh, going to be our next week's sponsor. Evil Beethoven? <laughs> Evil Beethoven, yeah. <laughs> Halloween costumes with composers. I like it. Well, that was pretty fun. Mm. So, yeah, that was it. I like that. We got to learn a little bit about music and about ourselves, which is the uh, the most powerful thing of all. I feel enlightened. So, with that, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening, as always. Um, if you have any comments, feel free to email us or pop them in the comment section below. And check out our website. You have all those deets. If you need to find them, they're in other episodes, which you know because you've already listened. And we thank you for that. And if you want to get in contact with them, we have our specific emails that you can find on all of our YouTube videos or at the bottom of the iTunes link that you're listening to right now. Um, and again, like James said, get in contact with us. We'd really love to hear from you. We uh, Also, if you really enjoy this, go and leave a review on iTunes for us. Um, that'd be very helpful and also would just kind of boost our uh, egos a little bit. Even if you mm-hmm. hated it, that'd be great to see mm-hmm. something. So uh, <laughs> if you could. Uh, also, uh, this is the uh, the summertime, so if you're one... Wait, we're not dating him. Sh- we're not okay. We're not t- stamping him. Oh. It's the summer. We, everyone knows this <laughs> is the summer. It's the summer. It's a summer of a certain year. One a that summer. We're not going to say which one. In case this comes out in 2059. Okay, fine. It's 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 a summer. And if you're wondering how to get back in shape because you've fallen out of shape, go back and listen to our Summer Chops program and go and download it from our media page on our Cornmoto website because you would like it. Exactly. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>